Welcome back to Round Guy Radio. We have Scotty Melvin uh, with us today as we salute the Warriors. But first, I want to thank uh, Eichelberger Farms uh, for coming on and sponsoring. And we want to thank uh, Helmuth Ford of Sigourney, Iowa. We're sponsoring the uh, entire playoffs. I want to thank Brothers Market uh, and Packwood Locker, Henshaw Trailer Sales, and Beyond Beautiful Benches as they help us put together some programming but uh, we got scotty melvin welcome back to program scotty good evening dave it's been a, a heck of a day it had its ups and its downs but overall i feel pretty good right now after uh, i've sit and reflect on the season that a lot of our schools had down here but especially these waco warriors that made it to a 14th game um you know what they're 13 and 1 as it finishes out state runners up they may not have won the state championship, but nobody's won more games than the Wake Girl Warriors have won this year, and they will not, no matter uh, what class we're talking about. 13's as many as you can get. They got that extra game, week zero. 13 and one, man, that's not too shabby, is it? Well, you, you was up at the Unidome today. What, what was the final score of the game? Uh, the final score was 38-16, uh, wasn't it? Um, you know, and it was uh, it was a uh, the story of Rimson kind of just owned that first half, um, partly due to their own stellar play and partly due to Waco having some uncharacteristic mistakes and whatnot that they couldn't uh, quite get their feet under them. But uh, they got her straightened out in the second half and had a had a pretty good showing there and uh, got themselves kind of back back in the mix there. Um, a lot of damage was done, but you know it's it's one of those deals. I don't know about you. You you and I were both at the game last year uh, where they lost at home to Audubon. Last thing, I did not feel near the disappointment and and uh, uh, whatever for the kids today that I did in that game last year here in Wayland. You know, because I felt like they just they may have come up short today, but they accomplished so much and and goals that they had set for themselves at the beginning of the season. They, you know, they met them, and uh, it's just hard to feel down or bad about that. Well, there's nothing to feel bad about. Got the state right. championship game. I mean, you know, last year we didn't get a, a, our chance to put any cleats down at the uh, Unidome. But this year, we got all the way to the big dance. And uh, yep. uh, that second half we, was pretty outstanding. Plus, there was a great field goal right at the end of the uh, first half that uh, did give us some momentum. Uh, yep. why, why don't we go ahead and go over the game a little bit? Uh, tell, tell our listeners a little bit uh, about what you saw and uh, uh, maybe where some things didn't go quite right for us. But... Uh, uh, how things did seem to get on track in the second half. Yeah, just, uh, you know, 9.30 kickoff. You know what? You don't want to, you know, I had some people saying to me, well, that's tough to get going at 9.30 in the morning. And that turf up there is tough to play on. And that's true. But you know what? That's that's something that both teams have to overcome, a challenge for both teams. So you can't use those as, as excuses or reasons that you didn't perform like you wanted to. You know, it's just one of the things. Um, there, there were plays maybe last week that, Waco maybe uh, would tell you that, hey, we left a few out there that we wish we could have got back and uh, whatnot, but they ended up overcoming that and winning. Today was not the case. You know, I, that was, that's not what happened today. And they'd probably tell you, oh, yeah, we left some plays out there. We wish we, we would have executed a little better or whatnot. And uh, maybe they wouldn't have gotten kind of buried there in the first half like they did because they just could not get going. Um, I brought big Sean Simpson with me and a lot of the kids would know him from brick house. We, he wanted to come up and see this game. So we, we trucked up there this morning and uh, he said, there were some times where they just couldn't get out of their own way. And that's kind of how it went in the first half. But like you said, they, they righted the ship. They had the, 
Oh, a snap that went over the head of uh, the punter, you know, Reichenbach in the first half. They had the fumble that was just honestly a great play made by Rimson St. Mary's deep in uh, their own territory there that got picked up for a touchdown. Just, you know, the kind of things where if it could go wrong, it went wrong. And uh, it's a lot to overcome against a team like Rimson. You know, if, if you're down 24 to zip to just about anybody else in the state, I would say, hey, you're still in this big time against Rimson. With a, the defensive ability they have and the talent they have, a little bit tougher hill to climb there. And uh, they were able to hold on, especially when they came out in the second half and were able to score on the second play from scrimmage. You know, that really put a, a dagger in there. But Waco kept their composure and they kept fighting back. Um, at that point, you know, maybe you're playing for a little bit of pride or whatever. Odie had a great catch. Um, Isaac started dropping the dimes like he normally does in the second half through some great passes. Um, Simeon had some great runs and some great catches with, uh, uh, you know, receiving yards after the catch and things. They, they really threw some, I don't know if they're new wrinkles, just some things I hadn't seen a ton of this year myself uh, in the second half to get some, some yards, you get Simeon some space. Cause it was hard running on, on this Rimson St. Mary's team for sure. They were uh, very good on the line. They matched us and then some, uh, but yeah, yeah we were able to, I, I thought that points on him. I thought that the uh, uh, you know we we struggled to establish the run early in the game, and then we got behind. Once yeah. you get behind, you you can't play your game. You got to kind of play their game. And then uh, uh, I think if we could have just stuck with the run game longer and uh, 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 got it established a little better, uh, it would have made everything better. But uh, just uh, a lot of passes that were overthrown in the first half. You know, guys were kind of getting open, but uh, we just weren't quite getting the ball to them. Although that, that seemed to change a lot in the second half. That there was a lot of really great plays. Uh, seemed like there was a, I don't know if it was, I think it was uh, Odie that caught one about a, I don't know, somewhere around a 40-yard pass or something uh, real uh, that, that got us to their first score. Lichty had a great game. Odie had a great yeah. game. Uh, uh, you know, they, they got in there some, but we didn't get the pressure on the quarterback like we did uh, against New Alfonda, particularly in that first half. And you know what? There was a lot of crossing routes that were open for them. Uh, 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 you know, little seven, seven, eight yarders. And it seemed to be the, that seemed to be what killed us all first half, wasn't it? Yeah, you're right about that. They uh, they were very crisp with their offense. You know, they look like a team, and they have been. Uh, this, this senior class for Remsen has been at the Dome, I believe. Uh, and, of course, a lot of them probably didn't play uh, in the first the first time around. But they've been at the Dome like three times, maybe maybe all four of the years that they were there, including a couple of state championships. And they look like a team that had been there before. In the early part of the game, we look like the new kid on the block there. and uh, That's, that's kind of not unexpected, you know. Um, and some nerves and stuff like that. And then the the score getting kind of out of your control a little bit because of the, you know, the big plays that were uh, happening for Remsen there early on to get them out to that good lead uh, by halftime. Just kind of snowballed on us, didn't it? Well, there was one play where we really seemed to be able to drive the ball right up the middle. Uh, Housing Gay was getting some yards up the middle. Yep. Uh, uh, Reichenbach was getting some yards up the middle. We had a nice little drive going, and we got to the three-yard line, and then uh, uh, some hard hits, and we fumbled a little bit, and it was tough sledding. Uh, anytime we tried to move the ball on them, and then uh, they took that ball down. You know, they got the ball in the three, and then they were able to – and they, they weren't just, just popping it off in the end zone. I mean, they had to work. 
for every first yeah, down yeah. and every point they got. But, you know, uh, it took a lot of time off the clock, and then they scored, and then, you know, that was kind of a, a two-touchdown swing. You know what I mean? We lost our touchdown, yeah. and they got a touchdown. And I think that was when the game kind of separated out a little bit. But uh, just a really amazing uh, second half, uh, really hustle and, and hard-fought. Uh, uh, Rims and St. Mary's, they knew they were in a game. Uh, I'm sure of that. Oh, I have no doubt about that. And I enjoyed the uh, the sportsmanship between the two teams. And, uh, you know, they, they seem like a lot of genuine respect there as you're watching them shake hands at the end and all that. Yeah, they knew they were in a game. And I think, like you said, and I think you remember some of these details better than I do. I'm remembering them as you're, as you're telling them to me. But I sat through another game, too, today. So <laughs> my memory is a little foggy at the moment on details. But, yeah, there, there was some, some stuff that happened that was like some big swing type stuff to add to the, you know, a couple of the uncharacteristic mistakes and things like that. It was, it was just one of those days for the Warriors, man. But, uh, you know, 13 and one state runner up. I saw some photos from when they all got back home today and met up in the gym with the family and, and fans and the students and whatnot. And you know what? Everybody looked to me like they're all smiles and they should be because this is something to be really proud of. Uh, you know, Southeast Iowa, when it comes to football, it's every several years that we get a team up at the dome, it seems like. And a lot of times they exit in the first, you know, round of it at the semis. And, uh, you know, we, uh, we had New London. And, and then before that, it's got to go clear back to like 07 before you run into a state champ from down here. And that was Keokuk. So, you know, it's just, it's really special, not just for Waco, but for the entire area here. Even KCRG really jumped on our side, you know, being from Eastern Iowa. That was cool to see. I've still got some some uh, video highlights and whatnot to watch from them yet. But, uh, yeah, I can't say enough of how special this season was, and it was great to get to watch these kids play one more time, no matter the outcome. Uh, 14 games, that's the, that's the most you could play, and they got in every single one of them. And uh, we were the only team to hold rims in St. Mary's under 40 in the entire season. That's true. They got close, but they didn't get there. And, uh, you know, I think they would have been a lot further from it if a couple of couple of singular plays didn't quite go the way they did. But, hey, that's that's sports, man. Well, I have to give a tip of my uh, helmet to Rims and St. Mary's uh, player named Fish. He got five touchdowns, yep. and uh, he, really looked, he really looked like something, didn't he? He did. Um, is he the one that also recovered the fumble? Because that kid reminded me of Lifty. He's a ball magnet, you know, on defense. I believe it – I can't remember if it was him or the other one. But the, the one that has had, had a lot of uh, turnovers created on the season that we talked about in the preview, you know, um, he scored that touchdown. I said, man, it's like the characters that you talk about that you expect these plays from, they're making them. <laughs> and so you got to – yeah, you got to tip your hat to those guys. They, they really were solid. They were wire to wire, ranked number one all year. and. And they finished it off with a championship. Yeah, their quarterback, uh, uh, he, he liked to get rid of the ball quick. Uh, and uh, But I will say they did take away those short passes after, you know, at somewhere towards the end of the second quarter. And then they did get in and sack him because he, he was – but he was smart. You know what I mean? If oh, – yeah. you know, I remember there was a, a real bad snap there just right on him. He just kneeled down. You know, yeah, he, he's, he's super heady back there. Let's just real. Let's just real. I thought that was smart. You know what I mean? Other players, you know, they he he didn't seem to be the kind of guy that liked to force bad decisions. You know, uh, and he was he would take sacks and you know he would run a little bit if he needed to, but most of what he did was get rid of the ball. And uh, I think that's a, a a strategy, a great strategy against uh, a team like Waco. 
Yeah, and I thought our guys adjusted nicely, the coaches or whoever, you know, you want to hold responsible for that. I thought the kids played really well on defense. You know, um, 38 points that Rimson scored, you can't hang a lot of that on our defense because uh, some of that was just field position stuff and, and things that happened to, that are, uh, you know, again, uncharacteristic on our side that gave them uh, uh, easy points, basically. So the defense looked like the Waco defense, by and large, to me today. And uh, they really they really showed out, and it was it was great to see them play one more time. Well, I mean, that's the pretty much the best all-time Waco team. I don't think they ever won a state champion. Nope. And I think this is this is a team that everybody will remember. You know, think about it. Half the kids in the state of Iowa quit playing football a month ago. You know. Yeah. And uh, uh, they they really represent their Southeast Iowa. Is so so proud of of the Waco Warriors. And uh, you mentioned you wanted to kind of highlight some of the seniors uh, tonight. Yeah. You know it it's uh it was a honor to watch them kids play last year as juniors and get so close uh, with a few seniors that they had a year ago to the dome and then for those kids to come back put in that work and 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 get there not only get there but get to the state championship game which is maybe one of the hardest things to do in sports you know i've seen teams do it over the years and it's a grind you know especially this sport of football Uh, you got to stay healthy have some luck and have a lot of talent and play really well all the time or you're done you and they made be, it so uh, you gotta be deep you know what i mean yeah that's no matter what your talent just... level is at the top you've got to be deep yeah you know, i mean i think ty egley was an example of you know a player we kind of missed but we did have some depth to to fill in for him but i sure thought they missed him today yeah yep and uh you know like i said earlier uh Offensively and defensively, we, you know, Waco's got some other kids that can step in and, and kind of fill that hole. But he's a stellar long snapper, and they missed him there some. Not that there was a, uh, I think Cole stepped in that, and I think that I'm, I'm not a guy who's a snapper by any means. I don't know the ins and outs of this, but I think going from snapping to a quarterback and shotgun to snapping for field goals and punts is a, a two different things, you know. And I think Cole did a fabulous job stepping in there for Ty, but. Ty, you know, excelled at it just like he does at everything else, and, and they did miss him. But he was – I seen him doing some coaching down there on the sidelines. I knew he'd pick that role up pretty pretty quick, so uh, that was nice to see. And I'm going to start with him with the seniors because for the fact that, you know, he didn't get to play in this game, and he did get uh, his, his semifinal game cut a little short, and, and uh, that had to – had to be something that was tough to swallow for him. But my guy Ty Egley, man, he had one heck of a season. We've seen him uh, – Really, he stormed onto the scene there in week zero when we went to Martinsdale. He had some big catches in that game, and he came on as a, a stellar defensive end right there with his, his buddies, uh, the juniors, Cole Lichty, or Colton Lichty and uh, Chase um, Waterhouse. And, and those guys were just sack monsters, just just beasts on defensive end. But, yeah, Ty's, Ty's a senior, and so this was his final final go. And uh, he had to do it on the sidelines, and that stinks. But he was he was out there, like I said, doing some coaching with his teammates and whatnot and uh uh you know he was a huge part of the success and this run that the the warriors had and uh i'll go from him to seismic isaac oswald man like you said he he um didn't start out the strongest today uh overthrew a few passes and whatnot could have been nerves could have been some timing stuff but with him the receivers i don't know but uh they, he settled in and threw some real nice balls and did all season long i mean he was one of the most improved players we saw from uh, junior to senior year. I mean, just, 
he was great last year, but this year he was uh, he really is among the top quarterbacks in this part of the state, if not in all of eight player for sure. Uh, just had great numbers and, and played really smart. You talk about Kale Ortman being a heady quarterback. Well, we have one of our own there. And uh, it's been a lot of fun and honor to watch this young man play for Waco. And we got Mason the Thriller Miller. Um, man, led the state two years in a row in interceptions. Had that big touchdown catch in the semifinal win last week. Uh, today he was all over the place. I don't think he really – he got he did get a slant, didn't he? I do remember them hitting him for a slant. They mistimed a couple of them to him, but I think he caught one for a nice gainer. Yeah, he ran uh, some great patterns and did get some yeah. separations. And he, and he was he was fighting uh, Rims and St. Mary's for every 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 ball they threw his way, too. Yeah, absolutely. He's a, just a, a giant of a, of a defensive back back there for Waco and, and then really came on as a receiver. I think that potential was probably always there. Uh, going back to last year, but it, it seemed like they're using more and more and more as this season wore on, and he really shined in that position. They had a lot of good yeah, receivers, yeah. you know, and yeah, uh, the, yeah. this year uh, we utilized them a lot more, and maybe that was one of the reasons why we, we went a little further in the playoffs. Yeah, I think so. Uh, this team seemed a little bit more balanced, um, and if you stack it up, try to take Simeon away, boy, they just they just carve you up with the, with the pass. Uh, they did a little of that last year, but it, this year was uh, definitely a bigger part of their game. And, and uh, you know, I, I don't care what level of football we're talking about, even down to eighth player, uh, you can go pretty far with one special player, but it, it just goes to show this is the ultimate team sport. We talked about that in the stands a lot today. You've got to have some depth. You've got to have some balance, um, both on offense and defense. And Waco, just they just had all those pieces this year. And it, it, uh, it's the reason they ended up in a state title game. So I'll go on to uh, another senior. We're going to go with Cody Graber. Uh, Cody got in kind of sparingly this season uh, in the passing game. Huge target. He's six foot six, and I thought that um, maybe he went largely unnoticed by a lot of us that went to games this season. Um, he didn't play a lot of minutes. He comes in certain packages when they're throwing the ball and whatever. But up at the dome, he had some catches last week. A couple of short yardage catches. He had a really good one today. Uh, it was kind of a tough one to make. Uh, he had to kind of juggle it just a bit, but he kept his hands on it, snagged it, was able to turn up field and get some yards. I was impressed with him um, up at the Dome especially. So hats off to Cody. hes uh, I have a feeling he's going to be primed for some big stuff here uh, come basketball season. Yeah, you're right. I, I definitely noticed his play today and his contributions, and uh, he was outstanding, particularly in the, in the, in the state tournament. Yeah, I, I thought you know that if there's not if there's one place to step up, that's it, and, and and Cody certainly did that. And next, my friend Drew Fear the Deers, man, he was popping bodies Ooh. again today. I mean, this kid, he's flying all over the field, making tackles and tackles that uh, the young men on the other team will feel in the morning. I have no doubt. And uh, he even got in on offense towards the end of the game to try to get some tough yards and and and. Uh, grind out a first down and I think they went for it on a fourth with him and he was not quite able to get it, but that was due to some Rimson uh, swarming the ball, you know, when it was handed off to him, but it was nice to see Drew back in the backfield with Simeon for a couple plays. Cause I got to see that quite a bit last year. And uh, those two were pretty formidable back there when, you when have, you don't know who's getting the ball, but it's going to be a tough runner either way. Do you have any idea how many tackles he got today? It was a bunch. 
I haven't seen any stats yet. I, I looked on bound to see if they've been put in yet, but they haven't. So uh, we'll have to see. But he was he was five short of a uh, hundred. So I have no doubt he went over that hundred today. Oh, absolutely. Wait. That is a crazy stat, man. Um, I'm gonna miss watching him, man. He was uh he was a lot of fun last year, but he was on another level this year. I'm going to go with uh, next on the list, uh, Shoeless Simeon Reichenbach. I mean, what can you say about him? He was uh, really the spearhead of the offense. If you wanted to single out one player that uh, was uh, the key cog to success, it certainly was Simeon. And uh, to add to all the things he has done for this team uh, in the running game, catching some passes, scoring a boatload of touchdowns both last season and this season, and uh, playing some stellar linebacker in his own right there next to Drew and, and Loudon. Man, he, he just uh, got himself an eight-player state record today. He kicked that 48-yard field goal, fourth longest ever in an eight-player state championship game. You know, he, he tried that 53-yarder that would have been a record last week, just barely missed to the left. But uh, right now he is eight players all-time career field goal kicker. He's got that's 22 he said, in his he, career. He led the, he led the whole state in field goals. Uh, yeah. So, and he also yeah. scored 10 points of those 16 was him. The field right. goal, a touchdown, and an extra point, which probably, I'm, I'm going to guess, puts him up real close to 200 points for the year. Yeah, I'd have to sit and do the math. I think you're you're on that more than I am right now, but he, it, his uh, production is insane on the offensive side of the ball just because of the fact not only he scored all them touchdowns, but because he's kicking the PATs and he's he's kicking the field goals. And, and he's a eight-players all-time career leader in field goal kicking. I mean, you know, he's a running back and a linebacker. I mean, I don't know. It, it's pretty nuts, and I'm, I'm glad to see yeah, him. Yeah, and his defense, I want to, you know, mention his defense today was stellar. Yeah. Really, yeah. really, really, really laid it out there. You know, he, he was, uh, he was tremendous. He really was. And yeah, that, I mean, I, I'm, I, I, I can't say, <laughs> I can't hardly put into words how much I'm going to miss watching that kid play. That's, that's really all I can say. Well, maybe you'll get to play in college somewhere. We'll get to see a little bit more of it. Oh yeah. I'm looking forward to that. So when I say I'm going to miss watching him play, I mean, I'm going to miss watching him play at Waco because I have a feeling we'll get to see him uh, somewhere else. And I'll be paying close attention to a lot of these kids. Uh, I don't know who all is going on to play football, but if you are guys, we'll be watching you on the next level. So that brings us to uh, the pain from Ukraine, Odie Shefanchuk, man. Um, Watching him play this year, I, I told several people the story. You know, I, I watched a lot of Waco football last year. I remember Odie being on the team. I remember hearing his name here and there. I don't remember seeing him on the field, at least not much. Uh, and I think it's probably due to he probably was learning the game last year. Well, he was a very quick study because he's one of the best players and eight player this year. Uh, both as a, a – I, I would guess you would call him a defensive back on defense, but to me he's kind of one of those – Hybrid guys, um, linebacker, defensive back. Uh, and I think the pros have a name for a guy that can do both. And I can't remember what it is right now, but that's to me what he was. He could, he could do, he could cover your best receiver. He could come up and play linebacker and uh, put some hits on the running back or whatever. I mean, he's just stellar as a defender. But where he really shined this year was taking over a tight end uh, for Drew. Drew was the tight end last year. Odie took over for him when he moved the offensive line. We've talked about this before. Odie's got great hands. He made a 
just a stellar catch today, an outstanding catch. Uh, one uh, very similar to last week that hit him in the hands and he couldn't quite haul in. And I thought to myself, you know, that was our first time at the Dome um, last week. Some of those plays they left out there that they wish they could have had back, they'll make those today. And that was one of those uh, cases. He made a, a great catch on a great throw from Isaac. Um, KCRG, I don't know if you've seen it, Dave, but they've got a, a little story about him. And yeah, I haven't I watched it yet. That was I've got cool. it queued up. What's that? I did see that. That was pretty cool. Because I did kind of wonder about his background. We've, we've kind of speculated on it. and uh, Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think he's going to be mentioned somewhere on the the uh, All-State team. I don't know if they go – I don't know how far they go first team, second team, third team. I don't know how far they go down. But uh, I, I think you'll get some consideration for that. What do you think? I believe so. And I believe there will be a handful of these kids that will. Um, I don't see how you couldn't. Um, of course, there's a lot of other great players, too, so we'll see. I think I think they go three-team deep and then maybe an honorable mention list as well. I'm not sure. It might just be two. I forget from year to year. So we'll, we'll be keeping an eye out for that and giving some shout-outs, too, uh, as that starts to show up for you know, each club. Uh, a kid like that probably grew up playing soccer, you know. But I think that's such a waste of a kid not being able to use his hands, you know, when he's that talented. <laughs> You know, yeah. I mean, don't you don't just just use half your body. Use the whole dang thing, you know. Yeah, I agree. And I'll tell you what, I, I haven't seen him play basketball yet, but I keep hearing how good he is from all the folks around here that do know. Uh, so be looking out for Waco. I don't want I don't want to, you know, spoil the <laughs> the previews and whatnot that are coming. But I have a feeling we've got a possible state tournament run from this Waco team in basketball as well, and he'll be a key part of that, I have a feeling. Yeah, you know, I think you're going to have some good – got some such, such tall players. You know, they're so yeah. big and so strong. That's definitely yeah. going to help them a lot. Uh, they were uh, – gosh, I, I wish they'd field a baseball team. I like to see a kid with that much athletic ability, see what he could do there too. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. What, uh, I know they've been uh, kind of uh, – I don't know if you call it a sharing agreement, but if you're from Waco and you play ball, you're going to go up to Washington and play. And I know Tim Willits did last year, but he was the only one I'm aware of. Uh, maybe we'll see some more this summer, Mac, because Washington could use some help. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, uh, for a kid that can pick up on things the way he does, uh, he's just a stellar athlete. You can put him in any sport. I'm sure he'd do very well. Oh, well, yeah. No, how, no. Do we do we got many more? We only got like three minutes left. Well, let's, let's shout out Cole Hildebrand real quick because, you know, we talked about him more later in the season, but like I said, that kid, he was uh, just about as close to perfect as you can get as a center on the offensive line. He killed it on the defensive line, too, rotating in and out with Jonathan Heather, who also had a great year, but he's a junior. We're going to watch him again next year. Uh, Cole was just, man, he was he was phenomenal. Like I said, I put him on the level of a, a Russell Coyle, maybe not the numbers, but again, he, he didn't play as many snaps, so... Uh, but he was just as important uh, part of that defensive line that was just so amazing for these Warriors this year. And I also want to give quick shout outs. There's a few more seniors. Some of them didn't play too much, at least not in the games that I had uh, have seen this year. Uh, Brian Ackerman's a senior that, that will be graduating that they'll miss. These guys are all important parts of the team. Um, Jacob Stoffer, number 41. I don't know if you watched much, uh, you know, yourself noticing him getting some snaps this uh, last two weeks up at the Dome. I don't remember seeing him getting a ton of snaps through the season, but he gave him some real quality minutes up there at the Dome, uh, both last week and this week. So shout out to Jacob. I thought he played great on the defensive line for Waco. And then there's uh, Peyton Miller, another another senior, number 25. I didn't get to see much of him on the field this year either. 
But these seniors, you know, they left their stamp on this team, whether they played a lot or not, whether they started or not. Uh, Junior Carraz, I hope I pronounced his name correctly. I did see him get to make one heck of a pass breakup a few weeks ago, and it was awesome. So uh, shout out to him, too. So I hope I didn't miss anybody. I believe that's all the seniors. Um, guys, you left this this program in a better place than it was, and it was in a pretty darn good place, and congratulations. Well, this has been Round Guy Radio's uh, coverage of high school football. I guess we're going to sign off on it, but we will be doing a, a Round Guy Recruitables. Uh, Round Guy Recruitables was a huge, huge episode for us last year. And uh, this year we've actually got a lot of scouts that are college scouts that are looking at us. So I think it'll be even more important this year than, than, it, than it was uh, even last year. But uh, last year was good to get it started. Well, Scotty, you got any parting shots? as we uh, end this salute to the Waco Warriors? Um, not really. Uh, just, again, enjoyed this season. Uh, I said it in a tweet earlier. It really kind of supercharged my love for this high school football thing that I've always been a huge fan of since I was a toddler. My mom was trying to keep me from running onto the field back home on Friday nights. Um, and uh, I just appreciate that. You kids uh, really uh, wowed us and, and gave us a lot of thrills this year. Well, this is Round Eye Radio with the last of the high school football game coverage this year. Thank you guys so much for listening. We gained almost 8,000 listeners during the football <laughs> season. So uh, appreciate you, and uh, we'll be moving into the basketball.